trial of Jesus has everything backwards. The judge of the world is in the dock. The truth is cross-examined. The righteous one is pronounced guilty. As we saw last time, the people act as judge and jury, while at times the governor, Pilate, seems more like a public defender. Uh, now in Matthew chapter 27, verse 24, the governor seeks to abdicate all governance. And famously, this is what happens. Matthew chapter 27, verse 24, when Pilate saw that he was getting nowhere with the crowd, who's just baying for Jesus' blood, saying, crucify him, crucify him. Instead, the crowd was in an uproar. And so Pilate took water and washed his hands in front of the crowd. I am innocent of this man's blood, he said. It is your responsibility. Pontius Pilate is known for two things today. He is known for washing his hands, washing his hands of the guilt of Jesus' death. Uh, but ironically, he's even more remembered for that death. Every Sunday, millions of Christians around the world proclaim in the creed, Jesus was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He can wash his hands all he likes. He goes down in history as the murderer of Jesus. You see, no one is innocent of Christ's blood. Neither the Jews nor the Gentiles, neither the religious nor the secular, neither the masses nor the rulers. We can perform as many rituals as we like, but we all have blood on our hands. Yet amazingly, this is where Christ meets us. Let's think of this washing of our hands. If you search the Bible, you, you will see that washing your hands is a practice of the priests back in the Old Testament. In the tabernacle and then in the temple, there was a basin next to the altar. And you might think that the basin was there for the washing of the sacrifices. But actually, in connection with this basin, only one kind of washing is commanded. The basin next to the altar was for the high priest. It was where he washed his hands. See Exodus chapter 30 verse 18. The one who offers up the sacrifice must show his ceremonial cleanness to the people. Now, no doubt, Pilate was unaware of this detail as he washed his hands, but he could not escape fulfilling the Old Testament, even unwittingly. The Lamb of God would be sacrificed according to the law, and the man responsible would wash his hands for all to see. Pilate did not understand what he was doing, but the Jews should have. They should have seen Jesus as the sacrificial lamb, silent like a sheep before its shearers and, and ready to die for the sins of the world. And when you see Pilate washing his hands, you should see him as the one handing Jesus over to death. If you view, view, Jesus, if you view Pilate washing his hands just as a political gesture, it could only inspire cynicism. You would see Pilate trying to absolve himself when he should be taking responsibility. But there's another way to view this hand-washing. If we see it biblically, it will inspire deep trust. To view this with the eyes of faith, we see Jesus offering himself as the Lamb of God. We see that even amid the most astonishing miscarriage of justice, he remains in control. The condemned man is convicting the world. His killers are only serving his purposes. The one in the dock is calling the shots. None of us can wash our hands of the death of Jesus. Pilate can't do it, and neither can we. What Pilate did in history, we do in our hearts. Through our sin, we all necessitate the death of Jesus, and there is no hand-washing that could ever atone. 
But praise God, this is why he died. Christ went to his death willingly as our atoning sacrifice. Now, when we confess our sins and stop trying to wash our hands of our guilt, we realize his death is precisely what washes us. Mm-hmm.